0: I don't got no fleas. I'm saying that right now. I don't got no fleas. That's an
1: answer. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and actually get into it. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Traveling Hooper podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Alan Pettigrew, and uh, these fine gentlemen can go ahead and introduce themselves.
2: What's up, y'all? I'm Calvin McGowan. Glad to be here once again.
0: What's up, y'all? I'm the flea man, a.k.a. Philip, apparently. And it's nice to see y'all again.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that his aka is Philip instead <laughs> yeah. instead of Flea Man. Uh <clears throat> NBA comes back tomorrow, so today is prediction day. Philip, let's get into it. What are your predictions, bro?
0: <laughs> you just gonna say what are predictions overall? You can't give me a category or nothing?
1: No, because I didn't. I didn't think this far ahead, bro. You. You came
0: up with stuff. This <laughs> guy's nuts. He's gonna host and throw it at me. Uh, listen, okay, so if we're gonna do this. We don't care about. Okay, truthfully, like if you were here guessing six million a year, you little, you doing a little too much. Like, yeah, Lou Williams probably or Montez Harold. Like, it is what it is. Like, it's gonna be uh, Luke Knar, bro.
1: Four years, sixty-four million. It's gonna be Luke Knar. That's only no. he got to earn that. He got to earn that contract, bro.
0: Or it's going to be Derrick Rose. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Uh, Or, actually, Dark Horse could be Josh Hart. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. But it really depends on how much, how well the Pelicans do. But, once again, we don't care about that award. That award don't really matter. Um, What matters is, let's see. Let's start off with the big one. The big one that everybody cares about. MVP. Let's talk about that bro it we won't be LeBron James this year yeah Anthony Davis it's gonna be Anthony
1: Davis you really think it's gonna be Anthony Davis because I feel like I, he's gonna be in that that ballpark where it's gonna be like is it enough games no
0: I I think that when you play on a team with LeBron James you like he has like even though Anthony Davis one or one uh like, for him to become an all-time great, which he can, and is on the track to becoming one, not like the all-time greatest, but an all-time great basketball player, he needs regular season MVPs. Like, if he doesn't have that, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about, you know, his validity in terms of a basketball player overall. So he needs this MVP. And when you put on a team with LeBron, uh, you don't get the LeBron rest minutes unless you LeBron, you know what I mean? Like, Kyrie didn't get those minutes, Kevin Love didn't get those minutes. Like, LeBron got those minutes. And Anthony Davis does not have the uh, the, the cachet to get those minutes. And the Lakers fans would be on your head if you over here being late, being lazy, because they are too used to people not being lazy. Like, their all-time greats were never lazy. You, you, could, you could say that the Lakers' all-time greats were flashy, but you can never call them lazy. And if you are sitting down, even if you're not lazy, like if you're like sitting out games, the perspective, the, or the perspection, what's the word? What I'm looking for, the perspective, Perspect- the perspective <laughs> of you is that you are lazy. You know, you it might not be true, but it is what it is. So Anthony Davis is probably gonna be MVP this year, barring injury.
1: Mm. <clears throat> All right. To counter that, I'm gonna go Dane. Like, I think I think they're going to be a sneaky top four seed. And for them to be a four seed, Dane has to kind of wheel them to the point where he's averaging like 27 points, is getting better assists. He's going to get help defensively. Because like that's, that's literally one of the biggest issues with them. They can't play any defense. They got Robert Covington now. So that will lessen it a lot. I I I think I think in like just based off what we've seen in the bubble, thirty-seven to nine. If he can even like, I'm not saying he can average thirty-seven to nine for what seventy games, but twenty-eight and eight is very damnable. And if it's that, and they can get in that top four seed, especially when they're already being counted out, I, I think that's enough. I think that that might be enough to get him some sniffs, so,
2: like. My reason for thinking it's going to be AD is just, like, because, like, the way the the award tends to, like, dole out, right? Not all the time, necessarily. Like, you've got examples that are exceptions, like Westbrook. But, like, in general, the MVP tends to go to the best player on the best team. And the best team is going to be the Lakers. And, like, LeBron is not trying to carry the team for, what's it, 60-something games? There's yeah. something they're trying to squeeze in, yeah. So, like, that kind of just leaves AD to like, get the lion's share of, like, I don't know, the points and rebounds and just the numbers that you need. And, like, they're probably going to have the best record in the West. So, like, it's it's the predictable argument, if nothing. Like, it, it'd be the predictable thing, if nothing else.
0: Honestly? Not mad that Dane picked though. I didn't I would have picked it, but also I wouldn't have thought of it. But you can't be mad at that Dame pick. My only issue is, outside of scoring, Dame won't have enough other stats that are boosted enough to make you go, yeah, that's an MVP. Um, Because I was thinking one of you were going to say Kevin Durant. I don't
1: know, bro. I don't only I don't like
0: because that. if Kevin <clears throat> Durant comes back, even in some kind of like he doesn't have to be what he was, but if he comes back anywhere close to what he was, that comeback, that comeback story, that comeback narrative that people are gonna push, even though like it's not really a comeback, but you know just an injury and, it's, and it, anything isn't an Achilles injury, right? Which yeah. is, which has been detrimental for, uh, plenty of people's careers. If he comes back from this and is like averaging, like I really with the Nets, I can see him averaging 28, 30 points a game this year. Like I really can. And if he comes up and does that, like he even might have an MVP. The issue is, I don't think like AD is going to be putting up crazy numbers. And he was like a second in defensive player of the year last year, or something like that. So yeah. like, so like, <laughs> if he does with his thing on defense, but then. On offense, he goes out there and averages what? Let's say he averages 26, 11, and 5. He's he going to win MVP. Like, he's going to win MVP. And those aren't crazy numbers for him, especially when you look at how uh, Giannis' number's been looking. Like, those aren't crazy numbers for AD. And AD's game is much more uh, versatile than uh, Giannis. on <laughs> the <laughs> Yeah, I give you that all day. Uh, okay, okay. So, on to the next one, right? So, we have MVP, and I think – I personally think rookie of the year is probably the m- second most interesting – I'm gonna say important, but interesting um, award, end-of-the-year award. Yeah. So, I'm personally – Oh what, easy pick. I'm going with Lamelo, and here's why. Yeah, here's why. And I was listening to Gilbert Arenas talk about this as well. He's in the perfect situation where Lamelo isn't. Uh, so when it, with the with the Hornets, he is who the team is going to build around. So he gets to do whatever he wants to do. Not wants to do, but, you know, everything's going to be ran through him, essentially, right? Like, even though they had Devontae Graham and they have, you know, Briggs on them, like, it's still going to get ran through LaMelo. And he's a point guard, so he, like, legitimately has to have the ball, where Steph Curry's going to go off. And for him to get the ball, or for Wiseman to get the ball, let's say, Steph Curry needs to give him the ball. Or you know, Wiggins needs to give him the ball. You know what I mean? Like 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 he's not the main ball facilitator and the ball man the ball manager. So no pun intended. So um so it's just a different situation. And the same thing with uh um blanking from Minnesota Minnesota, no, uh, soda. Anthony
1: Edwards.
0: Anthony Edwards, I'm tripping. So Anthony Edwards, he has he he's he's the third option. He's the third option. Russell and Jonathan Towns are the first two options. No, bar none. And they're still young. You know what I mean? So, like, they are going to make the best decisions, obviously. And they want to get theirs. Like, they just want to get theirs. So, LaMelo Ball, not only is he incredibly talented, but he's in the best situation to become rookie of the year. And I think him, and I think the only one who can even, the only one who's even going to challenge for that is Bobo, who is still Able to be, uh, nah. who was still able to be in the Rookie of the Year conversation because he only played in the, in the NBA uh, regular season during the during the bubble, and he was in G League during the 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 season part of the season before then. So he's still able to win Rookie of the Year.
2: He won't though. Yeah,
0: he won't. He won't also because the because of a weapons thing. But these, he's the only one I think has even have, has a chance to uh, contribute, and that's only because their best player it's, like, their best passer, too, on the Nuggets, and that's Jokic. So, but I do think at the end of the day, Lema Ball is going to be the one.
2: Like, I, I – maybe, maybe this is just me being too op- optimistic. I feel like Edwards might be in a position as well. Like, granted, like y'all said, he's not necessarily the first option, but, like, one, he's probably going to get opportunities to handle the like, to to, like, be the, like, playmaker – um, and, like, he can do that. He can create off the dribble and all of that. But also, like, granted, like, if you paid any kind of attention to what he was doing at Georgia, he struggled a lot because he didn't have the talent like that. His, the two, like, um, Towns and, like, Russell are much better than anybody. He could have, like, put, like he played with at Georgia. So, like, his number his, – he will be more – he'll probably be a lot more efficient. I imagine he'll be a lot more efficient, like, his first year out than he was in college. And, like, that alone, if he takes, probably if he takes, like, half the shots that he took in college or, like, like, he's going to take fewer shots regardless. Like, he'll probably be in contention whether or not he actually wins it is a separate thing. Plus, like, regardless of all the talent that, like, the Timberwolves have, they're not a very good team. Yeah. So, like, He's going to have opportunities to show that, like, he can be the guy. Like, it won't quite be as pronounced as Ball's chance over in, like, Charlotte. Because Charlotte, outside of, I think, what, PJ Washington? In fairness, I'm probably telling some dudes short. Like, they're, they're, but, like, they're not that, they're not that good. At least not to, not to, not as far as, like, starters and things.
0: Yeah. I mean, Devontae Graham probably, probably should have won uh, most improved player last year. Like, he probably should have won that award. but Or he or not won it, because uh, uh, Ingram should have obviously won it. But he should have been, like, number two. He was, like, number two or three. Like, he was up there. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, Malik Monk is going to be a Lick Monk. He's, he's, he's not panning out to what he should have been, obviously. But Terry <laughs> he he's there for another year or two. That's it. That's it. Yeah, he, he, get out of here because he is not having uh, all these other people can come in and just like push push him out essentially back to back where he was a backup point guard because he is a is a backup point guard who got into a situation to make himself seem like yeah he, he had a burst when that Boston run when Kyrie got hurt he had a burst of oh this man's like really good but at the end of the day he's a backup point guard and yeah. you, Calvin's right about like their options are ready but I do think that like. Even though Anthony Edwards hasn't has played with people as you know skillful as uh, Towns and Russell, but I think that whenever you're a third option, your numbers of what they could have been are going to be deflated anyways. Uh, so Lamello Lamelo is it's his to
1: lose. Just say that. Yeah, I gotta agree with you on that, <clears throat> on that Philip, because. Um... Everybody else is kind of like handicapped to a certain extent in their position. Like, uh, did you, I don't know if you guys watched too much preseason, but apparently that offense is not going, the offense in Minnesota is not going to be kind to uh, Edwards. You know, it's not going to be kind to Edwards, especially because they got him in a corner a lot and he can't exactly shoot. We're going to see how much improvement he's going to get there. But I I completely agree with you, Calvin. He's going to have some spurts where he has it. I just don't know if he's going to chain enough of those up for us to really get that conversation. But LaMelo, on the other hand, that man already got the media hype machine. Like, and he's going to be like a 16 to 7 dude from the jump. Like, it's, it's going to be kind of hard to deny the numbers, the production, and weirdly... This is, like, one of the better Charlotte rosters in the past, like, five to six years. Like, they have dudes that are going to, like, you. if you want to key in on LaMelo, that's cool. You still got to worry about Gordon Hayward. You still got to worry about Devontae Graham. And then just, like, as a playmaker, LaMelo's going to make everybody else look better. So Bridges can't really do much, but he's, like, a super athlete. We're going to see plenty of a, like, windmill off alley-oop catches from LaMelo, and it's, it's going to be, like, it's, it's going to be enough highlights we're, for us to go ahead and, not and, like, wash out everybody
0: else. We're going to see, obviously. But in two years, this whole team could be, be, like, good. Like, you know, they're not going to win championships, whatever it is, but, you know, fourth seed, fifth seed in the East. Good. In like two years. You know what I mean? Third, 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 seed possibly. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll try us like, in the East? Yes.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: So, so, give it some time because their roster is mad Young. So, give it some time and we're going to see and obviously it depends on trades and who stays or goes but their core right now, it's like a solid core and one of them's a rookie. So, like, you know, prove us wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next on the list, Who's going to win Coach of the Year? Because the year. I think Stan Van Gundy, and here's why I think that. Quote me now, the Pelicans are going to be a top five or four seed in the West. Stan Van Gundy, if he gets that team from not being in playoffs to a top five or four team in the West, or the, you know, the West, you know what I mean? And um, you have that Zion hype train behind you. He legitimately has a chance to win coach of the year. And, if he, and I've watched the Pelicans during the, the, the preseason. Like they're better. They're, they're, they're better. Like all the teams that made it into the playoffs or had a chance to make it to the playoffs in the eighth seed, they're by far better than them. Like Like they are and they're all playing defense, like, uh, like, <laughs> and not turn the ball over either. Like, against guess the Heat, like, Drew Butler wasn't playing, but, like, they were, like it, – it, it looked like they how they played last year, except much more, like, compressed and, you know, less um, forced. Like, like they look like a really good team. And Brandon Ingram – and Zion's already just 31. He's already playing good minutes, 33 minutes. Brennan Ingram's doing his thing, dunking on people, shooting that three. Lonzo, 18 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Like, like they're – and they got J.J. Reddick come off the bench. They got Steven Adams, who's going to be – you know, all he does is set screens. All he does is set screens. And Lonzo's coming off the, the screens now, shooting a mid-range jump shot and making them. Like, it's, it, it's interesting to watch, and I think just for the situation at hand – uh, and the room for improvement from when he first came in, that Stan Van Gundy has a legitimate opportunity to win Coach of the Year.
1: I ride with you on that one.
0: That's,
2: yeah. That's, um, that's, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, when you lay it out like that, it makes sense. Like my first instinct was kind of like Ty- Tyron Lue probably gets it just because his team ends up that is a good one, better yeah. than. Like the Pelicans which isn't like they, they, they already were. It's not like saying a whole lot, it just like something about it just feels like something that would happen to me. Um but like Van Gundy's coaching job would probably be better. Like just on the real the job he'd have to do to to get the Mary Venice Talented as they like are would be because they their team is more an experienced they're not quite as talented across the board. It's like as good as they are. Um. So, like, it might be a situation where Van Gundy should have gotten it, but, like, Tyronn Lue or somebody we're not thinking of. I don't know, vocal or somebody, I don't know. Like, gets it instead.
0: Because mm. also a good one would be Doc Rivers, too. Ah, uh, so, yeah. Doc Rivers, yeah. if he does his job right, which... According to players, like Doc Rivers, is a good coach. You know what I mean. So if yeah. Doc Rivers comes in, and, like, does his thing. Doc Rivers has a legitimate chance to also win that award. Actually, I might even change my like my, my opinion from Stan Van to Doc Rivers, just because they yeah, have Ben Simmons and Joel <laughs> Embiid, like, like that changes everything. And their and they're and their their stock was so low last year in terms in terms of you know certain things. Granted, this talk was only low because Ben Simmons got injured. Like, if Ben Simmons would have played, then like I think the narrative am- amongst that team changes. But he was injured, so he didn't play. So all of a sudden they got out the playoffs early, and like no one was really upset about it because everybody expected it. Because your second best player suspect no, I was like your second best player got injured and was not playing, and it's like a really, really, really good All Star level second uh, best player. So take that away. Doc Rivers comes in and they get to Eastern Conference Finals. They get to, uh, you know, second round of the playoffs. Doc Rivers could win Coach Joe, Coach, Coach of the Year.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I, li- I, like, the ch- <clears throat> I like the Doc Rivers pick because he is his role would be, like, somewhat easy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the 76ers finish as the 60. If he can get them in the top three, we're already talking about much better. And their road record was awful. Like 12 and 26, if he can flip that where they're like closer to 500, I think we're talking about like a completely different, he's talking about a completely different storm. But I got two dark horses horses for Mm y'all. Rick Carlisle with the Dallas Mavericks. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: They were the seventh seed. I could see them making their way up to the fifth. We got to think about how the East, I don't know what the Rockets are going to be. I mean, in the West, I don't know what the Rockets are going to be uh, coming into the season. I'm just not sure what we're going to see. Um, Chris Paul didn't exactly drag the Thunder to the fifth seed, but he's, oh, he's sure. close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He put the boys on their back. On his back. That Thunder team's going to be nice. Like, oh this going to be nice. This
0: going to be nice. Like, if you want to watch some fun basketball, but like, you have Chris Paul, so like, somehow efficient, like. Yeah. Watch that Suns
1: team. It's going to be something different. Yeah. And then my second dark horse. It's got to be Steve Nash, yeah. We're always we all we're always enamored by the new coach, especially if we can see a difference in the way they play and your players excel. And they were the seventh seed. I can see them creeping up to be a top four seed. Both of their stars would want to produce. And just depending on what that system looks like and how much his hands are in it, I can see them being like, "Let's go ahead and give him a nod, or at least look at him." I can can see that. You said what? Better not be Steve Kerr. You said Steve Kerr. It better not be
0: Steve Kerr because Steve Kerr, the Warriors didn't make the playoffs last year. So if Steve Kerr comes in, and or or if if this year happens and the Warriors do like, because the Warriors are making the playoffs. Let's not get it twisted. The Warriors are making the playoffs because Steph Curry makes that much of a difference. If the, if the Warriors come in and let's say for, for s's and giggles, let's, let's say they make four seed, right? Mm-hmm. Four? No, they wouldn't make four seed. Let's say they make seven, seven seed, uh, seven seed, six, seven seed through four seed. Then like people, people are gonna put Steve Curry up there, but they, he shouldn't be up there because we saw what he did last year. Boo boo! Garbage! You weren't coaching very good. Like when when it was when it was time for him to coach, he underachieved. Uh, when he had like an opportunity to truly coach, all of a sudden when your step when your when your Steph Curry comes back and all of a sudden you do good, we're not gonna give you should not give the credit to Steve Kerr. You once again should give the credit to Steph Curry and you know whatever.
2: In fairness to him, and like I say, this is somebody who doesn't think he's a particularly good coach. I think he's probably kind of mediocre. Um, that like, truth be told, like, I don't think there, I don't think you could find a coach that could have gotten that Warriors team into the
0: playoffs. Like, not, 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 not not in the playoffs, but to look like an NBA team. (laughs) Like, if you're in the NBA, NBA, that's a minimal expectation and they were worse than that.
1: They barely had NBA players last year. Like, Kai Bowman was starting for them at some point. Do you know where Kai Bowman went to school? Boston College. Nerd. <laughs> 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 but, like, and, and Nerd. especially against Kai Bowman, Kai Bowman is not a starter in this league, at least not yet. So, like, and those are the type of guys, like, their best player was, like, Pascal, like, Eric Pascal, like, that should be no one – that's, a, no, that's the Dremont best player Green. on the G League team, but that's not a best, best player, player on the Dremont NBA Draymond Green, team.
0: you know, he's the third-best player on the, on the championship team. So their best player was Draymond Green. I mean, like, even if – He ain't playing enough. I, I love it. It's just
2: like, I even does. if you make that argument, I guess he probably ain't playing enough. But also, his game is one that complements other people's games. He can't carry a team. He's just – it's just not on set up. My bad. I,
0: my bad. My bad. I forgot his game was one that compliments the greatest players of all time, not like not like your average basketball player. My bad, that was on me. I mean if
2: he makes him better, he's still not.
0: I like, did take that I know it just starts trashing him. Like, but, there was nothing
2: um, done. Might as well might as well start Pascal and Bowman. Like but, they're not making the playoffs and you realize that quick.
0: But Steve Kerr. Just better not be in the playoffs, or been better, better better not be in the conversation at least, because yeah. we've named four other people, and that Suns head coach, he legitimately could be coach of the year if the Suns play the way they're supposed to play. Now, um, just 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 from the expectations of the year before coming into this year, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh In terms of record and all that kind of stuff, because the Suns, the Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Aiden, you should be doing good. <laughs> if like, I like, there is no excuse. There is no excuse right there, right? Because Chris Paul also with Devin Booker, Chris Paul does not need to work as hard because Devin Booker is legitimately that good at scoring. Like, like yes, you with Chris Paul worked very hard with James Harden all kind of stuff, but also Devin Booker's game, he does not hold on to the ball as much as James Harden. Like, like, like Devin Booker's game complements more because he he, cause he also can just run off screens and all kind of stuff. And they have a huge body in Aiden who can like finish at the rim and make those screens. They are poised to do very very well this year and their head coach and i'm not what's his, what's his name monty williams he is poised to have a very successful chance at winning coach of the year granted i didn't think the coach of the year conversation would become like the biggest conversation we have but uh, we've had so far but uh i guess that's the way things that's like, the way the fiddle goes
1: that shows how much like the league is like weirdly changed this offseason like, there's, a, there's, like, a lot of furniture moving, yo. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, now, next, next, I say we get into who do you think wins the East and who do you think wins the West? And let's start off with the East, all right? Uh,
2: so, okay. um,
0: So, when it comes to the East, I think... I think the Bucks. Okay. I think that Drew Holiday pickup was huge. Like I truly think it was a like it's not being pumped up to as much of a bigger like it's going under the radar somehow and I'm not sure I'm not sure how that's the case. That's a huge pickup in in a team with Giannis who was already MVP level. Chris Middleton and their number three is Drew Holiday, who, ha, who, who people have said is the best guard defender in the league, right? They put him up there with uh, Kawhi. He said, he, or Kawhi small for it. But in terms of defense, like you heard the mention, the conversation of Drew Holiday being up there. Him being that good on defense, and he can penetrate and make the jump shot, which is most important, and make the three. With, like, efficiency, that is a pickup that changes the whole dynamic of the Bucks, And, you know, you don't miss Eric Gleso and you don't miss George Hill once you pick up Drew Holiday. You don't. So, I do think that they have an opportunity, depending on how, depending on the growth of Boston, actually, that's a lie. I, I think Boston legitimately needs one, one more player. I think they need one more player to go along with Jalen Brown and uh, Tatum. Taco but, on. like, say it again?
2: I just said Taco
1: Fall.
0: Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we don't want no Taco. Taco the one. Uh, but they need one player. The 76ers, depending on – because uh, depending on how – Doc Rivers coaches them, they have a chance to be, like, second seed this year. Second, third seed. Because Doc Rivers, like, he's got cachet amongst the league, so the players respect him, and, like, so enough to work hard for him. Uh, And uh, the third best – the third option, Harris had his best season under Doc Rivers. So we can see that season translate into this season this year. Then for him specifically – then I think they're close, but I do think that it is the Bucks to lose this year. Like if Giannis, if Giannis can't do it this year, Giannis can't do it. But he signed a 5 year but he signed that five-year extension, so he's stuck. But this is this like this is his year. Cause let's say they go up against um, the Nets, right? And so the Nets would be a good one. They match up well with the Nets. Drew Holiday defensively matches up well. Against you know Kyrie, Kyrie's gonna get his, but Drew's also gonna get his, and then Giannis and KD and and Mil- like that that's, they match up with everybody perfectly because all three of their best players play the game differently. The Bucks play the game differently, and they all take up a different aspect of the basketball game. So I think the I think it's the Bucks to lose.
2: I. I don't know. Maybe this is recency bias, it almost certainly is, but I kind of feel like, granted, like even with everything, I think like the Heat are going to have an opportunity to like win the East. And I say this with a like, and maybe this is just with the perspective that like one, they they went to the finals, they lost, they're going, they're they're going to be hungry for it. They're gonna wanna they're, they're gonna wanna get back there and actually win one. Um, you're like, um, what's it? Hero and Robinson will both be older a bit, more, like have a bit more experience under their belt. They should improve. Um, hopefully they they like them and none uh, get better defensively. It would help immensely. Um, but like outside of like, uh, Butler and uh, Dragic, like you can, like, it's reasonable to expect that everybody else pretty much improves. Um And I, in like, I think that that combined with, you know, the good coaching that they consistently get, and, like, I think they might just kind of, what's the best, what's a good way to put this? Um... They're, they might just kind of will like they they might it might just kind of be like a force of will thing like they just decide we're gonna be the best team in the east and we look up and it's in like it's the thing like they just outplayed everybody every game or something but I don't can, know just,
0: can we uh, acknowledge that Allen apparently got his superpowers today because he just uh <laughs> he just teleported uh, from room to room that was nuts.
1: <laughs> but um, uh, I like both of y'all picks. I'm going to be basic. I'm going to go with the Raptors.
0: Yeah, the no argument?
1: have kept all of their. Wait, can you y'all hear me? No, no, I hear you. Yeah. I'm trying to the Raptors know. have kept. I hear you, you tripping. Players. You tripping, but I hear you. No, they kept all of their players. You got Fred. You got Fred and You're basically running back the same squad and. Hopefully, um, Pat, somebody talked about Pascal about having more than just the spin move. And if he has more than just the spin move or just one counter, I think he's a much better player that can actually lead this. Not lead them because the leader is still going to be Cal Lowry. I, I just think they got enough dollars where they can they can eke out enough wins, and their their coach is going to get them there. So I, I, think, I think they got one more run. I think this last I think the Raptors, uh, Raptors. I think the
0: Raptors are one player away. Just like Boston, I think they're just one player away. Like, and when they had that one player, they won. Now they don't have that one player. So I just think they're literally just one player away uh, in that same Boston category. They're going to be good. They're going to make the playoffs, right? They might be like a four, five, six, or... Four, three, four, five seed, I would say they're probably going to be, right? Especially a team like that is built for, for the regular season. But when it comes to the playoffs, uh, I don't see them going all the way. They might make it to Eastern Conference Finals, but I don't see them going all the way. You know what
1: I mean? Um, so let's transition to the West. Wait, are you talking about, like, come out of the East? Or are you talking about just – I thought you were talking about just win, like, the conference.
0: I'm thinking, like, they, like, the, like the Raptors could just win. They, the Raptors could go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, I can see that happening. But, like, you need that extra player to, like, take
1: you over the hump. Yeah. And they don't have that. I thought we were talking about seeding. If we're, if we're talking about, like, I think they can get the, the number one seed in the East. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they can come out of the East. But I, I guess I should just oh, okay. pay attention to the question, right? But also, I
0: also think that they wouldn't become number one. I do think the Bucks are also just built to become number one. Um, so let's make this transition to the West. Um, when it comes to the West... The team that's going to. Sit again?
2: First, I, I reflexively said Lakers, and I thought about it. It's probably
0: going to be the Clippers. Like, I think are going to find a way to, not to rest their defense. Are you talking about coming out or are you talking about who's going to win number one? I don't think just, I'm gonna confused. Just,
2: who's who's going to have the the, the one seat going in the playoffs? That's all I'm addressing.
0: Okay. So the person who's going to have the one seat going to the playoffs from the West is probably going to be. I'm going to say it's going to be the Clippers. That yeah. ring ceremony that's going to happen tomorrow in front of the Clippers, a Clippers that, sh- that shouldn't should have lost. You know what I mean? The, like, it is what it is. Like, the, the Clippers shouldn't have lost, right? It, I, think I, it's,
2: I, I, feel it's, I feel like they should have, but that's just because, like, they choked it. If, if they should have won it, they would have won it. Well... Like, they, they only have to get one game.
0: But granted, that's a, that's a strong argument. Like, that make, like tr- that's not a strong argument. That's, like, truth, right? Right. But... But they ended up not playing as good as they should have, I guess, uh, mm. towards the very end, I guess. And I do think that they have enough players that this ring ceremony that they're about to get is just going to rub them a different kind of way. <laughs> like, like, and in, in, and I think it's going to be used, especially with Tyronn Lue. Tyronn Lue is a good; he's a good coach. It's going to be used as like a motivational factor, and for some teams, that doesn't really. For some teams, that works to an extent, but you know you need other you know, entities to truly make something happen. But I think the Clippers are good are good enough that if they have a certain kind of motivation, then that they can, they can become from really really good to great, and it doesn't it won't take that much except a sense of motivation. And apparently, apparently, Taran Lu is trying to run. A similar offense as the triangle this year, um, to that get will not work. That's to, to a no, a similar. A, it's, not, it's not. But it's, but it's not the triangle. It's just similar. Has similar facets to the triangle, mm-hmm. to make Kawhi the most efficient mid-range shooter in the game, not have to be so forceful to get the mid-range, but to put him in specific spots to just the Kobe spots and the MJ spots. But it's but it has like so it's not the triangle. It just has trinkets of the triangle, which Tyronn Lu can do because Tyronn Lu played in the triangle when he played for the Lakers. So like so like he is a perfect person to like like. Tyronn Lu just knows what needs to happen to make the team successful, and we're gonna find out really quick what how we're gonna, we're gonna find out really quick the schemes that are being ran, because I think Kawhi can Kawhi's. You can't blame Kawhi about last year. It's like the last, he, he didn't show up that last game, but he showed up in every other game prior to that singular last game, right? So you really can't blame Kawhi, or Kawhi for last year. You know, no, no matter what system Kawhi's in, San Antonio, Toronto, Clippers, Kawhi's going to do Kawhi. But we're going to see really quickly about the other players, especially Paul George. So if Paul George can, like, it's not you making the shots, but it's, like, how you're making the shots, the positions you're in to make to, to, to shoot these shots. In the first couple of games, we're going to see this. So literally after the first five or ten games, I could easily change my mind. But I have no reason to not trust Tyron Lue. I just don't. Like, there's been no reason. Like, in his whole career as a coach, assistant coach, I've only heard great things about Tyronn Lue from, from you know, the players and the rest of the coaching staff and so on and so forth. So I've been proven wrong on this, but as of right now, I'm going to say that monkey on the back for the Clippers is going to motivate them to do things that are going to be deemed pretty incredible this year.
2: Um, So, all right, if I might real quick, granted, you said it's some sort of modified thing. So I'd have to look at it and see. But, like, my hesitation was when you say, like, they're going to be trying to run what's basically the triangle is that, like, you need a certain setup to successfully run the triangle. Right. And I don't think they have that setup. Namely, I don't think they have a good enough big man to really pull it off um, because, like, their starting center is Serge Ibaka and their starting power forward is Marcus Morris. Nothing against Morris or Ibaka, but like one of us is considered Morris a bit more of a wing ish, but more more to the point, like they're they're not good enough to like play that big man role, I feel. Um so like if I feel like if they run if if they run the triangle, granted I've no idea what kind of modifications they might attempt to make, like they might actually
0: be slightly worse off for it.
2: Just because <laughs> like you,
0: Hmm. Granted, the triangle they're gonna run is like it's obviously there's like the mo- the motivation is for Kawhi. It's all for Kawhi, so mm-hmm. it's not it's gonna be less obviously it's gonna, it's gonna be less big man influenced because of you know or best less big man offensively influenced in terms of scoring the ball, but it might be like just move let's get the ball to you and move the ball like if you get the ball to a blocker, a blocker a block, a block. And you get the ball to Ibaka on the block. He can score on the block. A little turnaround here, a little turnaround there. But I'm pretty sure the motivation is just to get the ball, get the ball, moving, move, get the ball moving, and just get Kawhi that mid range. Like, like, it's not gonna obviously be the same because, like we've seen this. It's not gonna obviously be the same triangle. But I think you make certain modifications, uh, especially like like they know the triangle much more than we do. Point mm-hmm. period. Like, this man was in it. You know what I mean? So like I kind of once again have to, have to have to be like, you have to prove me wrong. You know what I mean? Because right now I'm even I'm talking to Tyron Lou all the praise. I guess.
2: I mean, well, I'm not even saying like he's. I'm not necessarily going to argue he's a bad coach, but like I'm not sold on him being a good one. But I'll take people more closer to it. I'll take their word for it, you know, before my own. But like, it's just like just historically, like in the league, right? To really run it you need a really at least one really good wing player and you need a very good two great big man right um and like probably you need another really good wing player too like and the main and the main hitch here is of course the big man thing like you have the wing players like Paul George and uh Kawhi Leonard but like uh, we'll, we'll see. But, like, I, I do feel like they'll probably end up with the one seed in the West for another reason. Like, the Lakers will find ways to phone games and, um like, to, to, to protect their two best players. Um I feel like the Nuggets will probably get third because they want first. But, like, over the course of the season, like, I feel like they might because they are still a younger team, they'll probably make enough mistakes over the course to keep them out, and, like, they might it might be worth their time to find some way to get bowling games just to give, to give them the experience, and, like, you need to short Porter's defense somehow, like, so, like, at some point I can see them, like, throwing a handful of games away to try and get, to try and work on particular things and then like once you get past, once you get below them everything is kind of wild <laughs> cuz like golden state like curry's coming back granted what clay's still out for another year because of an injury if memory serves right um, like the the players on Memphis team are going to try their damnedest to get in the playoffs after like the that play in game loss or whatever like the Trailblazers still exist, um, New Orleans, like you said, um, Dallas, Suns, hmm? Dallas, Dallas. Like it's like once you get past the like once you get past the first three, where I feel relatively confident about, like there's no guarantee anybody ends up in any given position. Um, oh yeah, the, I feel like, I personally feel like the Rockets are gonna be better than, like, people necessarily think they will be, but they won't be, like, they, they won't be Harden's Rockets. Um, and also, like, I'm not sure they're gonna trade Harden, like, if he keeps, definitely if he keeps, like, like, like up with doing whatever he's doing now, because, like, they're gonna feel like they can't get good value back for him. Um, and, like... I've heard that, like, Wall and uh, Cousins both have looked fairly good in the preseason. Granted, I don't put that much stock in the preseason. Like, I, I put about the same amount of stock in the preseason as I put in summer league games. Which is to say not none. really. But, you know, it helps do is get in shape and whatever. But, like, supposedly they've looked halfway decent. And, like, that might be a value in, like, talking about them, given that they haven't played a lot of basketball in a while. So like, the West is gonna be interesting.
1: Hmm? I made some good points with the Clippers. Y'all both agree with the Clippers?
2: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: How many games y'all think Kawhi actually gonna play? Cause I feel like that's gonna be a big part of like, if this, if this is the offense that is supposed to go to get them the number one seed, if he only decides to play like 50 games this season. And we got to go with the second best wing on their team to be in Kawhi's position. And that's going to be Paul George. And I love his jump shooting. But haven't we been, like, crushed enough by Paul George over the past, like, month and a half of, like, the last, what, like, 20 games of the season?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where we're, like, shaken enough that if that's going to be kind of the dude that's going to carry the team from Kawhi's in there, like, that's my whole reason why I can't. They can't be my number one seed. This season, like I'm, I'm leaning towards the Nuggets. I already know it's like super dark horse. I just think they have enough, they have enough dudes that can score where it's going to be a rough one. Like, who are you actually going to choose to shut down? If that jump Jamal Murray took is real, that's going to get you at least 24 a game. Then we got to worry about uh, Michael Porter Jr who I think is probably going to be good enough to probably get you 20 points next season. He might not be able to stop nobody, but he's 16 and he get you 20. I
2: mean, Mar- just sure they show up his defense. if they show up his defense, he can start and they can keep him on the floor.
0: Michael Porter Jr. has a chance to win most of group player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. that that should be his, honestly.
1: Yeah. I just think they, they have a good enough offense and they're young enough where I don't think they're going to miss games like that. And then they have a healthy uh, buddy who was out, Gary Harris, who was mm-hmm. out like, most of the bubble. He's going to be Will
2: Barton, too.
1: Like, all of those, like that oh, healthy Nuggets team, you're running like eight dudes that can really just go out and get you a bucket. And the I- Nuggets
0: are built for the regular season. That like that, That's 100% true. Like, the Nuggets are built for, for the regular season, and if Michael Porter Jr. steps up to where he should be um, this upcoming season. And Bull Bull st- supposedly, like, steps up to where he's supposed to be this upcoming season also. And, like, that's a good team. <laughs> like, especially for the for regular, regular seasons, their they're superstars or their stars aren't going to take off. Like, they don't got that. They can't take off. So, like, they're deep enough and have enough to legitimately be the number one seed. So I, got, I can definitely, definitely see that, that one as well. Um, okay, so with that being the case, uh, I think those are all the predictions that we truly care about, unless you all have, like, a specific person you want to talk about.
2: I um, really. I mean, like, I slid in the hole. I don't think Harden's getting traded thing. Um
0: it is slide that
2: in the okay, okay, okay. But Like it's not that like I don't think they're going to try, but like he's just making it hard. Ho- like he doesn't want to be there, but he's also making it harder for them to get him out. Because like if you're a front office and like you care about like your locker room and whatever, and you already know like how hard offensive game is set up. Like in terms of like how like you kind you're probably going to have to adapt your folks, like your general <laughs> game plan to accommodate him in all likelihood.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: that, like, like if, if he's going to, like, cause locker room issues, I might – like, if I – if especially, like, considering the type of players you have to give up, like, they're going to want you to give up to get him. Like, I'm I'm not sure I would do it. I think I thought – I think I skimmed and saw something. Like, the Heat aren't trying to get him anymore. I guess they were trying at one point. They decided not. Because, like, the thing is, the Rockets want fair value for Harden. But, like, if he's – but, like, if you're not – one, like, you're going to get him, what, assuming, like, they do it early, hypothetically, two seasons in that, that, in, like, in, like, it, like, guaranteed, like, guaranteed, and that assumes he doesn't have some issue with where he ends up or something. Um So that, like, he makes it, he's made it kind of hard for people to want to give up fair value for him. Um, And the Rockets, while they are willing to wait out to try and get fair value, and like Harden is willing to like check completely out, <laughs> and like it's just he's just gonna put himself in a position where like he's stuck there. He doesn't really want to be there. They'd get rid of him if they could, but they're not just they're not gonna do like something where like they just like here have Harden. We'll take your your bench player and some dude to help match salaries. Like they're not about to do that like they they're gonna want like Ben Simmons or like Bam out of Bio or like they're gonna want a lot, and they are apparently want and like given that like they're apparently not particularly interested in like an, a nets pick that functionally goes to the team and like gives them all their young players right that like the it's at a certain point it's probably just not worth it for a lot of teams to try and like pursue Harden, because, like, you're going to get Harden, but, like, you're not going to have a team around him to play with, for real. So, you know, it's, what, one step forward, two steps back at a certain point for most teams, I feel.
1: Yeah. I I, I heard a take where the issue with Harden and, like, his behavior isn't so much that he can do it. I mean, it's not so much that he does what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. It's that it looks bad with the teammates. With that being said, as a person who was just like never a star player, if our team's best player, who's consistently averaging like 36, and can do that whether he went to... Atlanta or Las Vegas the other day. Come back and still give us thirty six. Do you care if he's late to practice? No.
2: Like I, 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 I mean no, but I don't care do if he doesn't show
0: up. But, I'm not. Why? Like you, you know, like I think that's one thing. Of, people. I think it's <laughs> one of the things that we saw during the uh, the the Last Dance documentary. There's certain players that can just go away, do like, there's just certain players that can, like, can do certain things that other players can't. And if a team wants to be successful, it, everybody's got to know who they are and what their role is. If you're, I don't even, like, at this point, if you're DeMarcus Cousins, at this point, if you're DeMarcus Cousins, not DeMarcus Cousins of three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-hmm. if James Harden went away, or let's see, that's a better one, Gerald, Gerald Green, right? Gerald Green. <laughs> it's whatever happened because he's like, that's like his number one dog. But for instance, a player like him, if James Harden went away, went to, I don't know, whatever that man does, then d- doesn't come to practice, then he shows up the next day at practice, Gerald Green can't be mad. Especially if James Harden comes back and like averages what he does, knows what he's saying. He can't be mad at it because that, whatever he's doing, productive. As long as it's not de- detrimental to his health or whatever it is, productive for our team. So I got to be comfortable in myself, being like, I know I couldn't do that, but but unfortunately, apparently, uh, a lot of players just don't know. You, you got to know who you are, and as soon as that player knows who they are, I would not care if James Harden went away and did whatever he did, did missed a practice or was a late to practice, whatever it is, because at the end of the day, he gonna, he gonna drop buckets for us.
2: I I, w- I would assume the thing though isn't like that the like I would imagine the issue isn't in and of itself that James Harden. D- decided to like go to like some strip clubs somewhere or whatever. Like I don't think anybody cares about that. I think like if you're if you're a teammate though, like you. What what am I trying to say? Like
1: it's um. Throw something in there. If you two are a star and you are coming to all the practices, I see you getting upset with uh, like like Westbrook. Westbrook can get mad at Harden. Chris Paul can get mad at Harden. Nobody else should be getting mad at Harden. Just, just, just collect your check. Collect your check. Go to the fourth seat. Be happy. Because it's not like your it's not like your offense is like wildly intricate where like you kind of have to learn a bunch of like moving things and you guys all need to be there. the offense is going to be standing in the corner and let James Harden do the work. Like that's that's what it's been. Like
0: listen. If you're that other player on the team, you work hard. Don't worry about James Harden. You work as hard as you can possibly do. You do. You work. You work your butt to the bone. But don't worry about James. Harden. Don't worry. Don't worry about James Harden. Let him do him. You do you. Argument. Mm-hmm. In-
2: Argument. This is what got. The, that's that's what got the Rockets to where
1: they are now, though. Where were the Rockets? What is the, the cap for the Rockets? In a way, has been James Harden. But one of the caps has been, you literally just, you went, you had the gauntlet of the Warriors. So the chances of you beating them for the past, what, five years, were very slim. And then the mm-hmm. one year when you had the chance, Chris Paul's hamstring blew up. Like, like that's not, that's not James Harden's fault. Like, I get it. I get that he was gassed <laughs> out in a couple, like a couple seasons. But listen, look, that's because he remember, had to do everything.
0: <laughs> no, no, remember that one playoff series where they mocked him to game seven or six or something like that. And the Rockets, just for the game or for the second half, missed every three. Missed every three. James Harden missed every three. Everybody missed every three. So we got to this point because of James. We got to this game to miss all these threes because of James Harden. It is what it is. It's, he's 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 a, he's a superstar. He's the best player on your team. All of a sudden we get there. We all missing the shots. So you you can't blame this one man. You gotta blame like, everybody.
2: It, oh, I mean, like that's that's completely fair. I'm not saying don't like there's not blame to go around or what have you. Like he like just never showed up. But I feel like if and maybe this is kind of a coach's perspective thing. Like if it's if you have if you're attempting to establish a certain like, culture or mindset is kind of important that, one, of course, that you have buy-in from, like, your best player, but also that, like, your best player connects himself a certain way. In this case, I guess the issue is, like, Harden doesn't want to be there. Like, regardless of the whys, he doesn't want to be there. He has no interest in being there. Like, I think, like, at some point, he'll probably just miss a game to, like, go to the strip club or something. Maybe that's just me being negative. But, like, more to the point, though, it's just, like, Like, I also feel like, and, like, I've mentioned this, that I don't feel like a team can win playing how the Rockets – like, a team can get a championship playing how the Rockets played. And, like, at some point, Harden's probably going to need to adjust his game a bit. Like, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, but, like, the team – but, like, the way the team plays will definitely have to change. Like, and – Crap, I don't even know what I'm trying to make at this point. Just that, like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, he's he's the best player on any team that he goes to, but, like, if it handicaps a team's ability to, like, actually compete for a championship in a way that they may have been able to if they were a little bit more patient, and, like, he might just want out or, like, you're not going to have him on a long-term deal. Because like hypoth- hypothetically, he goes to the Timberwolves. He's not staying there like past his contract. Like he's just not. So like, at a certain point, it's just like you might, like you might as well just have whatever you have and try and like put and like do everything you can to put your players in the best position to win and create a culture where like they are like players are willing to. Like sacrifice to, like, get the wins, and like James Harden is not a sacrifice. To, I don't think he's a sacrifice to get the wins player.
1: At least he hasn't shown that recently. Okay, my only hesitancy with that is since Harden has been with the Rockets, the system has been Harden go get a bucket. Like even when Kevin McHale was there it was Harden, go get a bucket. And then, then we just know it, it got worse with D'Antoni. At some point, it feels weird to blame Harden for any of this, because let, let's say he's not doing the work that he needs to be doing. He's still got an MVP. He's still averaging 36 points. He can't really do much to stop him. And it's not like he's doing it with like poor efficiency, where he has to he is he is shooting a lot, but it's not like he's shooting, like, 4 of 26. Like, it's just really hard for me to blame the dude who's super productive, one of the best players in the league, and we can all kind of see. It's like, we can all say that's not – you can't win a game like that. Like, is it, it's hard in his job to be like, hey, we need a new offense. But,
2: but it's just – Okay, I guess here's the th- My thinking with it, like, and like granted, like, there's a lot going on over with the Rockets at the moment. New GM, new head coach, um, like, like for the time that Harden's there, new supporting cast, um, and you know Harden doesn't really want to be there, but like to the degree that like. You, you would talk to Harden about things and, like, I don't know how Silas is trying to, like, run their offense or what have you to the degree that, like, Harden pays any attention to what Silas cares about. Um, Like, at a certain point, like, I would just, like, my thing with it would be, like, that whole thing, like, if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same results. And, like, the results that you're getting with Harden... Like, yes, he, he's winning scoring titles and, like, averaging, like, 30 a game and whatever and having crazy numbers, but it's like, you know, like, you haven't gotten to a finals, right? And, like, the truth of the matter is as far as scoring titles is, like, dudes that win scoring titles don't win championships, not in the same year, unless your name is Michael Jordan or Shaquille O'Neal. Like, it's happened... In, in the history of the NBA, it's happened seven times. Six of them were Jordan. Right? And the other one was Shaq. And as good as Harden is, he's not them. He also pro- hasn't had their supporting cast, in fairness to him. But, like, it doesn't change the basic fact. And, like, Jordan won it in spite of how, like, Phil Phil Jackson tried to do him. So... Like, maybe, it's like, maybe we should try something different.
1: Yeah. I agree with you. All I'm hearing is the Rockets need to run the triangle. <laughs> actually, that's, all
2: that's, all I not <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea. That's actually okay. that, not um, a bad
0: idea. I mean, listen. James Harden going to do what James Harden does. He just happened to run to the Prime Warriors for most of his, like, Able championship years. Like it's unfortunate, but it kind of is what it is. In terms of his legacy, you have to kind of realize that though. Like, there's always a context to it, right? And he has a he had chances. But he had, or James Harden and the team, and the Rockets had chances. But the issue is the chances they had, they're just going up against like an all-time dominant. Te- I want to say team. Because it was two, it was technically two separate, separate teams. Kevin, Kevin Durant changed that entire team twice up, but at the end of the day, James Harden had had to play against both, <laughs> which is which is annoying, it's but it is what it is, right?
2: And that's completely fair. But if I made the like, I was gonna make some argument. Like, we just hypothetically start talking about his legacy, at least as it currently exists. Like, that wasn't the issue last year, and like. Like, last postseason and, like, last postseason. Like, the Lakers existed. And the Clippers existed. But they lost to the to the Thunder, memory serves. Or was they, like, lose to the Lakers? Yeah. They lost to the Thunder or the Lakers? I, who? They didn't lose to the Thunder. The Rockets. I'm, I'm talking about the Rockets. I'm, hold up.
1: I think you that, they got that big block Huh? I believe the Rockets won that series because they got that big block from, uh... Okay, but
2: they, if they win the series, but, like... The the, the the Thunder took them like seven games and then like I don't remember maybe it was the, the, the Lakers basically broke their spirits or something.
0: And, like... but, that's when I, but 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 the issue is they had they had a Russell Westbrook. But the bubble and a little bit before the bubble well not, not, not even before the bubble actually. The bubble, the before the bubble they were looking fine, they're looking good. The issue was in the bubble and I saw it, and I'm sure plenty of people saw it. But Russell Westbrook was not playing like, – like, he was playing like like, like a like a, like a filtered-down version of himself. Like, okay. even, like all his game is is explosiveness. And he was nowhere near as like, – he got blocked so many times in the bubble. His explosiveness was not there. And I don't know why. It could have been an injury, but for a reason, it wasn't there. And I do think that they realized that you couldn't just put any point guard with James Harden and him – for him to be able to succeed, and that they really missed out on Chris Paul. Like like Chris Paul, for one reason, but one of the main reasons I would say is because he he could hit the open the open three. Chris Paul could hit the open three, and a contested three, and knock it down with efficiency. Russell Westbrook couldn't, and that did not do their team any wonders whatsoever. So I think that that team last year, while they were fine, but they were no championship contender at all. Multiple years before that, they were. I think last year wasn't the first year that we were like, mm, that, like you saw spurts, but at no, at no time could you go last year, that team's going to win a championship. Especially that a small ball nonsense, not one point could you go, that team's going to win championship. Granted, I don't think D'Antoni, as a head coach, Will ever win a championship, and that's because his schemes are so awful offensively, and he disregards defense. And I think that has something to do with it, also. But mainly, it was uh, Chris Paul not being there, and that replacement with 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 Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook just not looking like the same guy in the bubble last year. So I'm not. Last year is the last year I would say was the beginning of the end of like the Rockets. I'm, I'm gonna say that, or. I'm gonna say the end, but it was definitely the beginning of the deterioration of the Rock Hockets. That whole season, you kind of just saw it, but then you can't say that about like the last like five, four seasons before that, though. And at that, um, I think that is about it in terms of the what's, uh not superlative in terms of the preseason uh, predictions.
2: That's fine. Oh, yeah, we wanted to talk about the, uh... Rudy Gobert. Okay.
1: yeah. So Rudy Gobert got the highest contract for a big man ever. Can you guess who number two is? Sh-
0: Sh- John Bede. No. Andrew Drummond. Close. No. Andre Drummond, I mean, my bad. Um, hold on. Blake-,
1: uh, Blake Griffin? Blake Griffin.
0: Yeah, right. number two. But Blake Griffin makes sense. Rudy Gobert doesn't.
1: <laughs> Argument. If you value defense, like, yeah, it, make, it makes a lot of sense.
2: So, like, yeah, like, the thing with him is, like, it the, him wanting a max contract, given, like, the level of defense he plays and everything, it makes sense. The issue, the issue is, like, he wanted a super max, right? And, like, even as somebody who really likes defense, like, if you want a super max, like, I'm going to need offense and defense. Right, I'm gonna need you to be like 20 and 10 almost, and probably give me some assists and stuff, and like that's 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 not go bare. Like, I, matter of fact, in the entirety of the league, I can think of like two centers that like I like if I'm a GM, I would Supermax.
0: What, right, like, right, right today? Yes. Well, you're talking about uh, Joel Embiid mm-hmm. and who, who's the second one?
2: Joking.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, doesn't uh, Towns have a, have a Supermax also?
1: I don't think he has a full Supermax. Because, you know, that was like the rookie extension, basically. Because you. They have like tiers for like Super Maxes. Like you can get one at the seven-year mark, and you can get one at the ten. And I think the ten—that's that's the big bucks.
0: Okay. Well, listen. If you want a Super Max, my one question is: Can I run the offense through you and win? If the answer is no, because at the end of the day, you got score. Mm-hmm. The answer is no. You ain't get on no Super yeah. If The answer is yes. We'll see. Rudy Gobert. That's a no. Mm-hmm. So, he don't deserve the Supermax. Point. It's as simple as that.
2: In fairness, he didn't quite get the Supermax, is my understanding. <laughs>
0: he, well, he shouldn't get Supermax. That's, that, that, that's all I'm saying.
1: They gave uh, Donovan Mitchell 195, though. So, that's nice. I mean, yeah. I
0: just want to see Donovan Mitchell. Oh, I don't know. I do You're, like, oh.
1: You're a hater. You sound like a hater. <laughs> I'm not
0: a hater of Donovan Mitchell. I'm fine with him. But for some reason, his game doesn't tickle my fancy right. And, like, every time I watch him play... You know, like you watch a you watch a player a play basketball, and they're good. They're obviously good. But when you watch them, there's like something a little off. That's like you're like, do I like your game or not? You know what I mean? And for some reason, I for some reason I, I I'm not even sure if I can articulate it. But Donovan Mitchell's game doesn't just hit me in a good spot. I'm just like, I see you're getting all these points. I see you do you're doing the thing, but I don't know. It's something. I, I I'll figure it out one day. But right now, I can't even figure it out. I've been thinking about this for like a year.
2: I think I think what it is like and granted this is like based off watching them in the bubble is that like I don't think you like dudes whose game is more about the energy they put in and whether or not they're like smooth or whatever I think it may be this, like you you like players who like their game is aesthetically pleasing. right
0: which would make sense because my game wasn't aesthetically pleasing so I'm just like well I like people like that. But but I understand what you're saying. But that's, that's beside the point. But it's just like and like
2: Mitchell's game is more about the energy than being aesthetically pleasing. He's more he's he's closer to being um Jimmy Butler than he is to being Kyrie Irving. Yeah.
0: Stylistically. I didn't I don't know. I, I I guess. Granted, I also hate Kyrie, so but <laughs> I, but no, but I get what you're saying. But I, I'm not sure. It, I'm almost funny. I'm not even sure if it's even him. You can always hear comparisons of him to Dwyane Wade, and I think I hate the comparison more than anything else. Like that's not who he is. Like in Dwyane Wade, like let's not let's not be frank about it. Dwyane Wade, a top three shooting guard of all time. Like Dwayne Wade's number three behind Kobe and Michael. Like yeah, there's like Reggie Millers and there's Ray Allen's like. Like, there's, there's, a okay. are, there's, there's a bunch of people that a bunch of people that are top six, seven, or the, they're not a bunch, but we obviously know like who they are. But Dwayne Wade, you can make an argument, but you can make an easy argument that he's number three. And I'm just like, you can't compare Donovan Mitchell to this like, like right now, like, like you just can't. And I'm not, and he, he, you can't even compare him to early early Dwayne Wade. Their games are completely different. So I'm just like, so i like, I think that bothers me more than anything else. If I'm, t- if I'm being perfectly honest.
1: Makes sense, bro. Yeah. Oh, and um, last one, wrap this up. I just kind of really want to see where Phillip had, at, had his head on that. Uh, the Lakers finally submitted their big three after giving Kyle Kuzma three years 40 mil.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <God>. listen. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma is the best he's ever going to be was last year. You got a championship, yeah, but he didn't nothing with that, you know what I mean? There was a lot more integral pieces. Rondo was way more integral in that championship than Kuzma ever was. Easily, and it's not even debatable. This man again, conversations to get that much money, like this man's only good with other good players. And you put if you took Mitchell right, if you took Kyle you took Kyle Kuzma out right now and put him with and put him with Dallas he would be just as good, maybe worse than Harrison Barnes.
2: Argument, he'd probably be pretty cold, given who he's playing with in Dallas.
0: But that's well, the I, I, cause, Cause I, I give I him one good player, Luka. And Luka gets, gets a lot of assists and makes teammates better, right? Like, if you're still down Luka, granted, if you're still down Luka to an extent, then, like, you're tripping. You don't watch, but you're not a smart basketball person to talk basketball with, you know what I mean? But I gave him Luka. And even with Luka, this man's going to be – like, when's the last time – I can't talk to you about this, uh, Aaron, uh Allen because you live in Dallas. But outside of Dallas, you never – like, Harrison Barnes used to be – was my top three favorite college players of all, all time to watch. And then he went to the Golden State and had his run there. Then no, Sacramento? And then – no, Dallas and Sacramento? No, it
1: was Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Dallas and Sacramento. Okay. Oh. When's the last time you heard anybody talk about Harrison Barnes? I mean, they didn't really like Harrison Barnes in Dallas anyway, but – but they yeah, a, also like, really rough, But they like, paid him
0: money, They paid him money though. Yeah, they mm-hmm. paid him money. Carl Kuzma is gonna get paid money, but if he wasn't on a team with LeBron James, if he wasn't on a team with, uh, wasn't on a team with LeBron James, on a team with like Anthony Davis right now, then he's just wouldn't have. Okay, he is he is another guy who's gonna be out of the league in seven years. You know what I mean? But so like that, that's kind of annoying to me that he got the kind of money, but. A lot of people, a, a lot of people are getting money that they don't deserve in the NBA right now. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just the market. I want to say deserve, like obviously they deserve to be in the NBA, but I mean like, like it's just the market. You know what I mean? Like LeBron got Tristan Thompson to get paid. Anybody can
1: get paid. You know what I mean? So I'm just glad he didn't get the Alan Crab contract where he was almost making a hundred mil. Because yes, that's that still confuses me. I didn't know who Alan Crabb was at the time. I was like, wait, what, what are we doing, guys? LeBron made Mo
0: Williams look like he was all... LeBron made Mo Williams an all-star. <laughs> like, it happens, yeah. Like, like Kuzma got this contract because he played with LeBron.
2: In in fairness to Kuzma, if you take the decision, mate, like, if you put him with a LeBron or a Luka or even, like, a Trey Young, someone where you functionally take, like, the where his scoring opportunity, like, be the thinking about what like where he has to score and what and whatnot functionally out of his hands like he's a good complimentary piece like okay. the less he is to do the better he off bar
0: I think this this is in LA there were two people that got a contract century today Luke Kennard and Kyle Kuzma next year or this other man tomorrow my god this is this so nuts um Luke Kunar is gonna have a better season this year in Kyle Kuzma.
1: I think that's the perfect thing to end it on. I like that bite. Let's get it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> Best prediction of the night. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to an episode another episode of the Traveling Hoopers. I'm your host, Alan Pettigrew, signing up? off. What's up? Are we still recording? Yes. Okay, he's not on on top of mind, that's why I was asking. Okay. (laughs) We're signing out, by the way, (laughs) y'all.
2: Well, I mean, you know, once again, I'm Calvin McGowan. If, you know, you're looking at this on YouTube, you like it, you know, like, share, and subscribe. Um, You know, listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts and all that.
0: All right, and my name's Philip you know a hey, shout out to this uh this christmas mixtape i'm dropping uh christmas eve uh you know so look out for that um it's gonna be you know it's gonna be big things well in the context of what i consider big <laughs> which is nothing um so look out for that and uh i hope you guys have a wonderful christmas listen to me as you open presents christmas morning mm.
1: It's a rough household if you're listening to this podcast while you're opening up Christmas presents. No, I'm talking about with my with my, oh. my mix. They, they oh. should be watching it Gonzaga game. That too. Oh, Zag is crazy, by the way.